Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Uh-huh. Got a radio show. Yeah, man. Got one. What a blessing it is. I can't even explain my whole life. My whole life is a blessing. It really is. In spite of all the things that's happened, contrary to having the appearances of a blessing, as I look back on my life today, it all happened for a reason. It all came together. It tied together. And um, you know, it's important, man. I think a lot of people have asked me about my success and how I got here and how do I attribute it and what was the steps. I want to tell you what it is. Now, listen to me. Before I get started, please understand that everything that I tell you is faith-based. Everything that I tell you is faith-based. You can double-check it. You can go behind me. Whatever your faith is, if you go back into the writings in your faith, it's in there. It's in there. Now, I'm not telling you anything new. I'm not giving you a new angle. I may give you a different way of saying it or hearing it, you know, you know, maybe hearing it back to yourself. But um, in, in essence, man, I really do know that I'm not going to say anything that you may not have heard, but I phrase it in a, in a different kind of way. And so this series this week, I want to talk to you about uh, how to make it kind of a motivational series. And uh, the first part, the most important component of it in accomplishing uh, what you want in your life is you have to identify the dream. This is the critical step. A a lot of people spend their life squandering and wandering around because they never identify the dream. You have to identify the dream. You have to identify what it is that you want, what it is that you hope for. You have to have a goal in mind. You have to have a destination. You know, and when you go outside and put the key in your car, you never go and put your key in the car and just get in and just drive, you know, unless you're trying to clear your head or something. But if you're talking about going somewhere, you've got to have a destination. you got to have somewhere you want to go, or else you're just running around, you're burning gas. Where you going now? I don't know, left here, right here, go here, go there. You know, you must identify the dream. The dream is the single most important part of the component to making a success out yourself. God can't bless what you don't have. You you can't get you can't get what you never give. You can't withdraw without a deposit. Identify the dream. What is it that burns inside you that had always that keeps you awake at night? What is it, man, that makes you that makes you smile when you think about it? What is it, man, that you can't seem to quite shake? Okay. So you go to college, right? You make a decision, which I disagree with. You ask an 18 to a 21-year-old to make a decision of what he wants to do and what he wants to be with the rest of his life. That's tough because guess what? This young person doesn't really know himself or herself yet. So you're asking them to identify what it is at an early age. What consequentially happens is that people get older and they wind up doing something else. So you get a degree and you find out what your passion is with something else. See, identifying that dream as early as you can is, is, is important. Now, whether you're young or whether you're old, whatever your, whatever your identity of the dream is, that's first. Now, what you have to do then is, if I were you, here is the part that people never seem to weld together with that dream, that I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a club owner, I want to be a, 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 a DJ, I want to be a, a ball player, I want to be a writer. I want to be a, in nursing. I want to be in the medical field. I want to be an auto racer. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter 
somebody is that already and somebody had it as a dream. So it's no dream too big. Okay, once you identify the dream, here's, here's the thing. The best way for that to happen is that dream should be tied directly to your God-given gift or talent. See, that's the part that people miss. You see Halle Berry on TV, and you want you want to have on one of the dresses on the red carpet, and you want to stand there and get the award, and you want to have the same people do do had do your hair to do Halle and who who do Beyonce hair. All oh, that's good. All that's good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you have the talent or the gift to accomplish that? See, don't get outside your scope. I wanted to play in the NBA when I was eight years old, but I, something happened along the way. I didn't have a skill set. I discovered that when I ran as fast as I could, the basketball was never with me. Yeah, that's an important part of ball. You know, yeah, I just, I could jump, but I normally didn't have a basketball. Ah, so now, oh, see, see, see that, that passion and that dream of being in the NBA was not tied to my gift. My gift was when I was sitting there watching them play basketball, I was the little dude leaning against the fence that had a comment about everything everybody did. That was it. I was the commentator, the color commentator. And Lord, I was funny. It was one of the few times I didn't stutter. It's when I was when I was leaning against the fence talking trash. But if you took me to school, you took me to church. You took me in front of somebody. You sent me to the store. Man, that stuttering just came over the top of me. I couldn't do it. So remember the first time I told somebody my dream is to be on TV. Man, they laughed at me so hard. They they laughed me out the gym and at the school because I had a stuttering problem. So that caused me never to tell it again. The best way to accomplish your dream is you got to tie it to your gift, to the talent that God has given you. You can't overlook that. See, God never created a person without giving them a talent or a gift. You have something that you do, and the way to identify that is very simple. It is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. What is that that you do that's better than you do anything else with the least amount of effort? You do this, it's almost you can draw without, you can write, you can sing, you you know how to pull stuff apart and put it back together. You know how to connect the dots and cross T's, and you know how to, organize things and put people together. You know how to network. You know how to shoot videos better than anybody. You know how to calm people down when they when it's a conflict at your school or something. They come to you. All your friends come to you with their problems. There's a gift and a talent. You have to identify what that is. Now, if you take that gift and talent that you are born with and you marry it into your dream, you put those two in the dream, that's the number one thing. And here's the deal. You can never give up on the dream. I don't care how old you are. There's a scripture that says, a man without a dream or a vision shall perish. Think about this. If you've given up on your dream, don't it feel like you're going nowhere? You ever wake up in the morning and just go, man, this can't be all to it. It's got to be more to it than this. That's That's that seed, that dream, that talent, that gift that's in you that needs watering and nurturing and fertilizing to come out and grow. But you got to identify, man. 
come on. And you can't give up on your dream because now you got just a J-O-B that's helping you pay these bills. And now you locked into the system where paying the bills is so critical and living expenses on top of you that you got to keep going to this job. So now you give up on your dreams. That ain't how this thing work, man. You can't ever give up on the dream. It's going to be a sacrifice to do that. To follow your dream, you're going to have to let something go. That's the scary part. See, that's the part where people don't want to. People don't want to let go of the peanut to get the fruit. So you hang on to your peanut. Now, the fruit out there is melons, grapes, bananas, pineapples. It's out, fruit is out there. But you're so busy hanging on to this peanut, that J-O-B, that has got you locked in. And you can't go out there and enjoy the fruits of your life. You have to make a decision. But decision is based on your dream and your gift. If you tie those two together, why not take a shot at it? I mean, what you waiting on? Everything I tell you is faith-based. So remember that too now. You got to take your faith along. But it starts with the dream. We'll continue this tomorrow, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, and I'm Steve. Hi. Hey, Hi, guys. I'm Steve. Really? I'm Steve. Hello, Kier. Hi, Steve. Hello, James. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Hey, Miss Shirley. Hi, Steve. Hi, Mr. Harvey. Thomas. That's my uncle, Joe. No, yes, I'm sir. not. No, I'm not. Uh-uh. I'm oh. just a guy that's opening the show the correct <laughs> way. You okay. know, talking proper has been one of my main goals in life since working Boo. with the wonderfully talented Miss Shirley Strawberry. She's been attacking me attacking. ferociously about my language and dialect, so I've decided today to try it as another guy. Is it fun? Well, may it's I s- not fun right now. May I say something, it's sir? It's very uncomfortable. Go ahead, please, You Shirley. sound fantastic. Well, you know, so and, and that's the goal of today. Today's show <laughs> is dedicated to the bougie people that speak Yay! properly yeah. all day long Rise up, and my find people. it highly offensive <laughs> for other people to exist in this world who do not have the desire to speak Probably, nor do they have the education. No, and when the combination is both of those things, it can get pretty ugly. It, it can. So I'm here. What did you say, Junior? It can. <laughs> did you hear him? Yeah, it can. It can. Yeah, it can. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Say something wonderful, Jerry. Uh, good morning to you, Sherry. How are you doing today? Well, hello, Jay. Hello, How are yeah. you, darling? I see the only one that's happy here is she. Yes, is. I'm so happy. <laughs> see if the nephew has something to say. <laughs> Nep- nephew? nephew, you want to say something? Uh, hello, uh, Yay. Lord, Lord Stephen. <laughs> hello there, Thomas. So We're this in- show is dedicated to all of you, dry ass people. <laughs> to Game of Thrones, yes. it sounds yes. like now. <laughs> is Game of Thrones on tonight? No, no. it was on. It was, it was on a uh, night before last, Sunday night. Sunday, yeah. But you get the rerun tonight. Yeah, you can you get, get it. You can go on catch, demand. Yeah, catch it. Yeah. Uh, the dragon's still on there. They still yes, the dragon is yes. still on. The White Walkers got it. Wow, I said it. Did you Did you hear me? Yeah, did you hear me? I know. Uh, I heard. What'd you, you say? The wh- you think about it. it. Oh. Uh, the White Walk. God, man. Did, but you heard it. You I heard did. It I heard it. I heard it. I didn't hear it. Oh my God! I said He said White. Walker. I didn't hear that. I did not hear it. Oh, come on, Steve. You heard it, man. Uncle Steve. <laughs> uh, uh, you heard that, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> See, 
if he thinks about it too hard. So say it now. Oh, man, I said He's it. thinking about it. Say it now. The white woman. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. The, the, it's like he fell out of flight of staff. <laughs> Sound like you was talking. Walking across the street, got hit by a car. Man, I said it, though. He's telling me to back up off the mic now. The, 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 what? what, what? <laughs> okay. Try it. Uh-oh. Now, get some water. Get some water. All morning long, we're going to play Michael Jackson music. Today is his birthday. Um, I think he would have been 59 today. Oh. Coming up next, Junior's Truth Be Told. And then oh. Steve. Oh, yeah. Ah. Steve has a heads up for parents just in time for back to school. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny. Let's go with Junior first with his truth <laughs> hey, be told. Hey, can I tell y'all something happened? Mm, yeah. That, what? Happened, that happened at the, at, in Vegas. Uh-huh. The, the funnest thing happened for me this weekend. Okay, we at the crab table. Mm-hmm. And you know, Uncle Steve be out there. No, we at the roulette table. Mm-hmm. You know, people be out there, you know, Uncle Steve out there, people just standing around and mm-hmm. they trying to get to him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm trying to keep people off and everything. Well, Brian, his security guard, talked to this one guy. He said, hey, man, I really need to talk to Steve. He said, I really need to talk to him. He says, okay. He said, all right. So he taps, he said, hey, man, this guy says he really want to talk. Well, the guy goes up, he talks to Uncle Steve, and he says, hey, man, my mama has Alzheimer's. Junior, you gonna tell me story? Yeah, yeah, I got to tell this story. Cause this was the greatest thing I've ever. This man comes up to Uncle Steve at the roulette table. I'm still on Steve's left, and he's on Steve's right. He says, "Hey man, I love you, man. Look, my mama loves you. My mama has all time. All time. She can't remember me, but she remember you." <laughs> Damn. I, I, man. I, I, I'm sorry. No, this for yeah. you right here. Yeah. Yeah, it's it lay is. Knocking <laughs> chips over. He I'm laughing so hard at the roulette wheel <laughs> that I'm embarrassed because I'm trying to hold the man together because he done got emotional. Yeah. Yes. But let me tell you something. This is a Jersey dude. Real uh, hard cat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, man. You know, I mean, just a hard man's mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. But he done teared up talking about his mama don't know him. Oh my God! Well, hold on. But she knows Steve. Oh, she knows Steve. He's he's over the talk. Every time you come on TV, I'm sitting there. She can't recognize me, but she look at the TV and she know you. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate this man. Take this picture with me. So they gonna take the picture. Now, truth be told, if that's my mama, your ass is out of here. I know that much right now. <laughs> truth, truth be told, your, your ass is out of here. I'm not finna sit up here and keep bathing you, and you don't know who the hell I am. This don't make no sense. And then the worst part, man. when he get home, he yeah. gonna say, who is that with Steve? Who is that with Steve? Exactly, I can't take no more. Hey, that Jay, Steve? Jay, I tell you what you do, Mama. Why don't you take me behind out there and find Steve? Every time, every time you, so every time you walk off into the woods, who got to come get you? It ain't Steve. My birthday didn't pass ten times. You can't even remember who it is, but you remember who Steve is. Man, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you. I was, I was like, he a good son. He a good son. He a good son. Yeah. Because I'd have been quit. <laughs> All the time. You take off driving. you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong, you no, guys. No, you take drive. I got to sit on all these Amber Alerts. Every day, cause you didn't. Uh-huh. But then Steve, you see Steve, you know Steve. <laughs> That's the way that disease oh, no. is, man. No, I man. Understand. No, that's wow. bad. That's bad. <laughs> no, man. 
My feelings be hurt. That's the thing about your truth be told. They're all true stories. Yeah, hey, man. That's that dude can't uh-huh. bring it from home. Yes, he does. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and Steve is like, but oh, he, man. But he on the roulette wheel laughing man. as hard as he can. And you're just sorry. embarrassed. And I'm sitting up here going, hey, Junior, man, Junior, this man says, fuck, she don't know. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> she know <laughs> you. Man, I, With that high voice. <laughs> Man, you mean tell me she don't know him, she know you. Man, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But your help is done. I'm sorry. I've been up here every day. And then Steve, come on. What's your name, boy? She don't know you. Move. Steve is on. Steve. Oh. Well, why don't you find Steve to get down here and bathe you then? (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Hey, the 17 black hit on. Uh, one time, man. Oh, man. One time? One what you time. had on it, man? Tommy, a you and these questions. <laughs> Sometimes it was Tommy. a mountain time. Oh, no, no, no. It, he builds a castle on 17 and all around 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, the sad thing, I only hit once. But that's a good hit. That's at least well, a couple hundred dollars you had on it, ain't it? He must have broke even because he said he didn't really win anything this time. No, I lost money this trip. Really? I've never heard you say that. Yeah, I know. I don't really <laughs> lose, but I lost this time. <sighs> I hit him for that 117. I thought I was on my way. I hit him for about 10-5. Mm. Wow. Man. Uh-huh. Hey, y'all ain't go to Money Mayweather Strip Club? You know. Come on. <laughs> Junior, Tommy, you didn't go? Hi, 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 I'm, I'm not going go. to Money oh, Mayweather yeah. Strip Club. <laughs> Wicked with Lake <laughs> Strip Club. <laughs> Uh, 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 fully clothed Fulton. Okay, this strip is club. <laughs> new save, Steve. What about old Steve? Keep your coat on, no, strip club. Uh, yeah, ain't yeah, I ain't going nowhere. What about old what, what, no, old Steve. I never was a strip club dude. He wasn't oh. a strip club guy. No, oh, I never okay. really cared for strip clubs. Wasn't really? really my, I don't like them. I don't, I, you know, you you don't really feel me. Uh-huh. Oh, But okay. if you do, then you go over there and you feeling somebody else. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, okay. I don't like that either. <laughs> Oh, okay. no, I put man. some money in your pocket. Why'd you hit my partner lap? I just went yeah. to go get your drink. <laughs> yeah. I come back with it. What is all this going on? You see right there? Yeah. You know I'm what? not good at that. But well, $10 a relationship should last a little longer. I'm with you on that. We could still be going together for yeah. $10. But I th- Tommy, you like them, right? Yeah, I, and, and especially in it, when I'm in Atlanta. That, 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 they got the best chicken wing. The Atlantic City. Who the I mean, hell uh, goes uh, to a strip club? Uh, what's the name of it? For the chicken wing. And, <laughs> and, and oh, broccoli. Oh. They got broccoli now. Broccoli? They got broccoli? <laughs> yeah, they got fried uh, flowers. Do they? Oh, delicious. How do you know this? Because that's all the fellas be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> At Magic City in Atlanta, got fried broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. All right, I don't know how we're going to do this, but uh, we're supposed to talk about uh, back-to-school information for you. Well, I don't think that's necessary right Stuff now. Stuff you're supposed to give the parents. Uh, we're going to uh, pick that over the strip club? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm no, just telling you I what we're supposed I didn't go to be doing. Because, you know, I didn't, I don't, it's never been oh, the strip I, I club. Never it, 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 was, I didn't I didn't. You know. It was just, just never my thing. I want to go. Just, let's go through the motion. Mm-hmm. Let's meet each other. You lie to me, I'm going to lie to you. Oh, you mean in a real they'll, relationship? They'll do that you know, I love you. Uh-huh. You love me. Hey, let's go eat. They'll do you know that at man? the strip club, Tommy. You can do all that there. <laughs> and I don't like the shout out to give you. In the house, watch out there now. Don't need all that. Yeah. Nobody needs that. Nobody know you in there. <laughs> yeah. 
They got to throw your hands up. All right. Uh, we'll be back with the uh, nephews. Run that prank back right after this. More Michael Jackson music as we celebrate what would have been his 59th birthday. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here with today's national headlines. We're still watching uh, the weather in Houston, by the way. But right now, it is time for the nephews run that prank back. Drug test. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Drug test. We heard you the first time. You missed time. it yesterday. Yeah. It is again. Drug test. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a fake place. This is she. Hello, uh, this is Officer Rogers from the uh, probation department. Yes, sir. Listen now, um, you have been uh, on probation for a little over a year now. Am I right, Faye? Yes, sir. You're correct. Now, you're supposed to be serving two years probation? Two. All right. Now, I'm giving you a call. Actually, uh, I'm bringing you a bit of bad news, and I, I hate to do this, but you you came in, Faye, a couple uh, couple weeks ago and did a, did a uh, drug test. Am I right? Uh-huh. I sure did. I did. All right. Now... Faye, I don't. I hate to bring bring you some bad news, but the actual drug test that you took has come back positive. Oh, you're a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you came in a couple weeks ago. You took a drug test. This drug test is actually coming positive. Now, what I want to say to you is this: You're gonna have to actually. No, sir. My test wasn't positive. You got yes. the wrong person. Hold on a second. I either need you to to come in to me, or I don't, and I don't want to save the embarrassment of having to send the car out to pick you up. Now, I don't give a damn much embarrassment you're talking about, sir. I gave you some, and my was good. Ma'am, right now you I got a. You have a positive drug test. You have you 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 come up positive, ma'am. Now you're gonna have to use your. they use your? they use mine? We used the one that you brought us. Now must have been the wrong one. Couldn't have been. Ma'am, been, sir. I'm sorry, sir, but I wouldn't have gave you no bad urine. It just wasn't me. Ma'am, I don't want to have a... Back to jail. I don't even know why you would call me with this nonsense. I got Ma'am. children. I'm trying to do right. I don't know why you would call me. I wouldn't have gave you no bad That's not me. You said lie. Ma'am, you listen. You actually have to come in and do another three months now. Oh, sir, y'all can come pick me up. I can tell you right now. I can in your hand if you want me to. Ma'am, your your urine has come back positive of drugs. Now I don't I don't know any other way to explain it to you. You've been actually evidently using drugs again. Sir, I'm trying to tell you I don't use no drugs. I've been clean for a year and some months now. You got the wrong. That's not my. Now, How do you I'm telling you that? How do you know it's not yours, ma'am? It's, it's got your name on the lid, everything. You have come back positive. Well, evidently, you put your name on it because that ain't my and I would have came back. My would have came back good. You can't call me and tell me I gave you some bad can't ma'am. call me and tell me that. That's a negative, L- sir. That's a double negative. It's not a double negative. It's a double positive. You've actually come back positive. Faye is written here on the actual cup. Maybe you have more than one Faye. No. No, we don't have more than one fate. You're the only fate. I've actually double-checked that myself. You need to either come in or we're going to have to come out and haul your behind in here. Well, I need you to come right now because I got the right now. Come right now. Come on. Are you trying to tell me that if I come and pick you up and take your urine now, your urine is going to come up negative? Is that what you're saying? I'm telling you that. My, you're double positive with that. My urine is going to come up negative. 
ma'am. I, I hate to, I, I don't want to come out, haul you in in front of your family, but you're actually going to be coming in and you're going to do three months. That's all I can tell you. I don't you're gonna... confident, sir. You got the wrong say, Alan, or you got the wrong It's one of the two. Might be both. You got the wrong You got the wrong say. I'm letting you. No positive I ain't had no positive I'm trying to tell you, I got kids. I mean, I, I ain't had no positive Listen, ma'am, I'm telling you one more time. You either want to come in or want me to come and get you. Which one? Let me tell you what I want you to do. I want you to find out who the you have. Because that ain't my Don't call me no and tell me nothing about you got some some that is, that is not good. I gave you some good How many times I got the for y'all? Y'all keep picking up people, falsely accusing folks. Y'all had me say some Miss my children. Now I'm hot. I've been giving you good and you still wanna with me. I'm tired. I ain't giving you no bad. Don't call me no more with no like that. And where is my probation officer? You say your name is what? My name is Officer Rogers. Sir, I don't know Officer Rogers. Like I said, you might be the reason why the came back positive. You might be the reason. I need to speak with Mr. Williams. That's my probation officer. Officer Williams, no, I have clean at all times. Mr. Rogers, you shouldn't be calling me. I should be calling you because I'm going to, evidently, I'm going to have to come down and haul your behind in myself. Well, you can bring your on. And when you come, you bring Mr. Williams with you. He'll let you know I don't have no positive. You can come to my job. I got... I, you got. You know what? There's one more. There's one more thing that I need to. Bring your on. Come on right now. Come on. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening to me? What is it, sir? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, <laughs> Allen. I know one thing. Y'all play too much. Y'all play too much. Say you all right? No positive. Scared the hell out of me. Had me thinking I was doing drugs and didn't know about it. Somebody beat your nose. I'm gonna try not to play with people like that. Okay. Say you all right? Hell no, I'm nervous as hell. It's your sister. She put me up to it, baby. Well, when you ever see her, you see what she looked like. I'm gonna beat the hell out of her. I got one more question for you, baby. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Huh? Huh? What? The same thing. What? Yeah. Content, sure. <laughs> Don't See, put my name know, in it. I like run. I like running people crazy. Just straight ignorant. I love that. You're good love at it. This. You're very good at it. It's my job to yeah. be stupid. It's my job. Congratulations. Oh, yes. You need a raise because <laughs> you do it well. It's my job. You go to be over stupid. and above. You doggone right. And That's guess the part what? that I'm going messes to... up, though, the over part. Over. <laughs> what? Above much. and beyond. You should always go above and beyond, huh? I go above and beyond, brother. That's above what I do. and beyond stupid. I bet y'all be stupid. In front of Maze, Tank, and Kelly Price come Saturday night, USF Sundome, Tampa, Florida. That's Labor Day weekend, and the nephew is hosting the show. So, Tampa, get your tickets. Frankie Beverly and Maze, Tank, and Kelly Price will be in the building, and I will be hosting. I'm stupid at the beginning, in the middle, at the end. Stupid is interwoven in between all these people, and you cannot beat that. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with stupidity in the middle of songs? <laughs>
What's wrong with that? Oh, nothing. Who don't want stupidity <laughs> in the middle of music? I love it. Want the what? Stupid. You know. Stupidity <laughs> in the middle of music. I will have on my what? I'll I be Excuse dressed. Me? Never mind. Huh? Never mind. I'll be dressed. What will you Please be? Please attempt to. <laughs> Wearing white uh-huh. at the, the concert, boy. Man, you couldn't what? have went with Vegas with us this weekend. Why? Why? He could not have been in that, in that VIP room. All them W's he been trying to be saying. Whoa! <laughs> Wait! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Hey! Hey! Mayweather. May Is that, that Mayweather? Mayweather. May Stop. Floyd Mayweather. And Wallen Mayweather. All right, we, we got to go. With go Ms. get him, little man. This is coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Miss Ann is on deck with today's headlines. We are playing our favorite music from Michael Jackson today on what would have been his 59th birthday. So make sure you're here because uh, make sure you're here because coming up at 20 after Steve's stand-up comedy routine still tripping. Remember that one, Steve? Uh, <laughs> remember you were talking about Michael Jackson has a different kind of money and all of that. Too funny. Uh, also in the news, President Trump, Donald Trump, will be in Houston, Tommy. He's coming today, this very day, Tuesday, to survey the damage caused by Hurricane Harvey, which uh, has brought, okay, uh, we know this, historic rainfall to parts of Texas, causing flooding and several reported deaths. So unfortunate there. Earlier he on Sunday. He first to come to Houston and do what? Yeah. Well, earlier on Sunday, he hinted that uh, he would visit the area when he felt that a presidential visit would not complicate the recovery effort. We fine. We fine. Yeah. We no, no, no. Let, let him come. Just just don't say nothing when you get to Third Ward. Just make sure you got your mind together when you go into Third Ward. <laughs> it's bad over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, if you do want <laughs> Yeah, even in Fifth Ward. These are places you got no votes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to help people that were affected by Hurricane uh, Harvey and are affected by Hurricane Harvey, you can visit redcross.org. That's redcross.org. You can call 1-800-RED-CROSS, 1-800-RED-CROSS, or you can text the word HARVEY to 90999. That's 90999. Text the word HARVEY to make a $10 donation, okay? All right, um... So, Tommy, you're, you're faring better today? You and the family? Yes. Yeah, a lot better. Mm-hmm. A lot better. We're holding strong. We're going to be all right. We're going to make it through it. Everybody good? Everybody's good, man. But uh, this this is, this is a, this is, this was a serious hurricane. This was the mm-hmm. truth. And you said you've been and, through and, a lot of And guess of what? Now. Here's the deal. Houston did not get hit with the eye of the actual hurricane. Hurricane, yeah. This was, this is the side. Mm-hmm. And and this is it's, it's it's pushing so much water out, man. I've never seen a hurricane come and go, and a week later it's still it's raining still rain. and you yeah. still flooding. That's yeah. that's the drama. The water won't stop. Right, and and Carla, of course, is out today. She's from Houston and down there as well. She is property junior. Yeah. How's your family? Oh, everybody's great. Uh-huh. You know, they you know, it's considering the circumstances. You know, uh-huh. they're they're fine. I talked to Granny. Granny's good. Mm-hmm. She has a great attitude about it. She's high and dry cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, my mom, they went to the other home mm-hmm. up in East Texas, so they're fine. Um, you got another home? My mom has another home. Oh, I, you know, okay. You're doing good yeah. over here. Man. You know. Hey, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Hey, dog. 
<laughs> yeah, all these boys come up, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> But they're fine. Everybody's That's good. Great. That's good. Glad good. To hear you know it. what you realize, though, mm-hmm. Shirley? Keep them in our prayers. Yeah. Is, is material don't mean nothing, man. It really does. Oh. Long, long, boy, it don't it's mean your nothing. Life. Your family, your family? Is, is yeah. the most important thing. Get them out, get them safe. Yeah. And that's good. We good. We can build another house, buy another car. Right. Good. Did I'm, you, uh, did you, um, <clears throat> and that's, did you, um, check on you know who? Bye, bye, Yes, you. Everything good? She all right right now. Good. Yeah, well. She good. What? It's an interesting <laughs> philosophy Tommy has about getting his family out safe. Just the same dude if he hit the damn lotto. <laughs> Last week? Oh, my God. He's going to try to figure out. I got him to the end now. Oh, after that? Oh, y'all. You, you, you on your own, partner. <laughs> all right. Uh, Steve, please, uh, as we switch gears, please bring in Miss Ann for our national headline. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is Andrew with the news, everybody. And let's get to it. At least 10 people are now reported dead as rescue teams in southeast Texas wade through waist deep water trying to bring stranded residents to safety. More than 12,000 National Guard troops have been activated to help out. FEMA Director Brock Long says the focus is on those most in need of help. Helping Texas overcome this disaster is going to be far greater than FEMA coordinating the mission of the entire federal government. We need citizens to be involved. This is a landmark event. You couldn't draw this situation up. Long says that 50 Texas counties are underwater thanks to Hurricane Turin Tropical Storm Harvey and that some 100 roads are impassable. And that's on top of the fact that parts of Louisiana are now flooded out, too. They have several parishes, about eight or nine parishes in Louisiana that are flooded out. President Trump is due in Texas later on today. You're going to see very rapid action from Congress. Uh, We expect to have requests on our desk fairly soon, and we think that uh, Congress will feel very much the way I feel, in a very bipartisan way. But it's a long road, still pouring, still a lot of rain. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. I've heard the words epic. I've heard historic. That's what it is. The president surveyed the damage in Corpus Christi. Meanwhile, Harvey's in the Gulf and actually expected to make landfall again and bring more rain. By the way, according to a published report just 10 days before Hurricane Harvey slammed into southern Texas, President Trump, in his eagerness to get rid of another Obama-era rule, signed an executive order that dumped a regulation that would have required the federal government to take into account the risk of flooding and the rise in the sea level when rebuilding after disaster. So that's out of there. That's according to Business Insider. Trump, meanwhile, facing several lawsuits over his ban against transgender individuals enlisting in the armed forces. The American Civil Liberties Union has become the latest group to file a federal suit, this one in Maryland, on behalf of six active-duty service members. The ACLU says the president's order is based on uninformed speculation and a whole lot of stereotypes. The statue of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was unveiled yesterday in his hometown in Atlanta. It was erected on the Capitol grounds with his remaining daughter, the Reverend Bernice King, on hand, along with other members of Atlanta's religious and civil rights community. And finally, today is Chop Suey Day. Chop Suey, Chop Suey. Living here is very much like Chop Suey. <laughs> it's also wake up day. It's also find a pencil day, hug a friend day, and make friends with somebody you didn't like day. All that today on top of Chop Suey Day.
Okay, right now we'll be back with Eugene the Butterfly at 20 minutes after the hour, so stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today would have been Michael Jackson's 59th birthday, and Steve, remember your hilarious stand-up, uh, still-tripping comedy routine? Not really, but... You don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, we remember it. You were talking about Michael Jackson oh, man, I remember it, having man. that different kind of money, that other kind of money. So I guess I wasn't... <laughs> My segment was I'm sorry. overruled today. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. Oh, we thought that you would be uh, helping out in Houston. Yeah. yeah, which was a great thing, you know, which was a yeah. wonderful thing. But I still could have done my part of the show. Well, I mean, you're here now, Butterfly, if you, if you want to. But I don't have to get up for Eugene. How about that? Is that Ta-da. okay? No. Don't do that. I, Don't I bring were, me out late. I thought you were getting your apartment together after the big yeah, I thought you fight doing party cleaning. fight. No, no, stop. All of you are. The, first of all, let's understand it. This is my part of the show. This is my segment. I only have well, one actually, segment. You What? Actually, we've moved on. <laughs> what do you mean you moved on? Because this, this can't Jay be your so show. Much. This is my segment. This is why no, I do my part of the show. We just stopped you iron for your segment. You didn't make it. But he's here now, Steve. It doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. You're what not, are you saying? Like, I'm not on the show no more? No, you're not on the show. No. He, well, are you, uh, wait a minute. What, Steve? Are you going to get rid of his segment? He getting rid of Eugene? I'd love to. No, I don't. No, <laughs> no why are you trying that. to get? Hold on. Wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> don't fire him live on the air, yeah, What's Steve? going on? Why are you trying to get rid of my part of the show? He got way up in his office. Uh, I think really we should add a different feature. You mean from Wait. the butterfly? Let like the butterfly gonna, do something? He's going to be upset. He's going to cry. Yeah, don't. Don't, don't make him cry. What do you mean? You're, what, what, wait, stop. <laughs> Everybody, stop. What is going on? <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. You well, why does it sound like I'm being fired? <laughs> why, what is going that, on? That you need hide sound when they call you in yeah. there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sound like Dino. <laughs> 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 Y'all just finna start writing a, a joke from his stand-up every d- during my part of the show? Well, just something. something. Yeah. <laughs> this is... Don't do this. No. No. I, this is wait, too wait, embarrassing. No. Ep- this ep- is very embarrassing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No, I got no. my job. No, Butterfly, hold on, Butterfly. I got my job. <laughs> butterfly, Butterfly. Steve, rethink it, okay? No, I'm no, hyperventilating. I am hyperventilating. Okay, right. breathe, breathe, breathe through your, through your nose, Butterfly. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll figure this all out. We'll, I'll, I'll talk hey, Eugene, to Steve. I'm at least going to give you a, a break. We'll take a commission break. Commercial break. All right, well, listen. Uh, we got to go. We have to go. We have a comedy roulette coming up. Um, and we'll be back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, it's time now for comedy roulette. Jay, please quickly it's so set easy. this up. It's so easy to explain this. You test our comedy ability every week. Yeah. Tell you what you do. Take five subjects, put them on the wheel, spin the wheel around, mm-hmm. wherever it stop. I'll show you how good we are. We take from there. All right, let's put go. Put five the up wheel. there. Put five up there. All right, here we go. Uh, here are the subjects. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, the deltas ain't all that. No, they ain't. 
Jay, how that get on he there? He just just read what's there. Read it. I love read some it. Delta's put them up. Put them up. Number two, your car smells funny. That's a good one. That's yeah. a very good oh, one. Man. That's a good one. Yeah, number yeah. number like three, that. you try to act like you don't know nobody. All right, all right. Uh-huh. I don't know how people like that. <laughs> number, <laughs> number four, uh, people who let their new positions go to their head. Oh, that's a real good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then number five, sky cap. Spin the wheel. Mm-hmm. Put them up. Spin yeah. the wheel. Ooh, cap. Sky cap. Spin it. Give me that. Come on, Scott Cap. Come on, Scott Cap. Come on, Scott Cap. Come on, Scott Cap. Come on, Scott People who let their new positions go to their heads. Can I have this? Go ahead, let Jay. me start oh, this so. thing off right oh, here. Come on. Man. You know the people who get just a little small ass name tag uh-huh. on they dove. Uh-huh. Ain't never had one. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they betting you. Yeah. Just because they yeah. got a name tag. <laughs> they yeah. got a little two cent raise. Two damn cents. <laughs> no, not 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 vernacularly speaking. That's all they got well, with two, two damn cents. Per check. Per check. That's yeah. it. How about that? Look at that. What you making? What you making now, huh? I got two cents more than you. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll tell you what the kind of wonder about the new position. When it go to their head, uh-huh. I used to work at fast food, right? Uh-huh. Me and my partner on fries. All of a sudden, somebody got called in sick. Uh-huh. Now he get to wear the headset. Now he talking crazy to now he ain't part of the crew no more. <laughs> hey, I said I need to fries up now. Now he's talking ugly yeah, to you. Now he's talking ugly to everybody because he got the headset on because the boss that called in sick. This your first day with it. He don't even know how to control it. He just, he may I take your order, but he coming on the intercom in the back when he's supposed to press the other button to go out to the order. I'm just saying, he just a new with his head. What you got, Tommy? What you got, man? I know good and Doggone well, you ain't posting on Facebook that you the lead vacuum cleaner operator at the plant. Really? And now you got your picture on there with the vacuum cleaner? Really? Really, dog? Yeah, dog. Yeah. What you got? Yeah, man, that's how they do it. People who let their new positions go to their head. I just have two words for this one. Uh-huh. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, cut up. What <laughs> oh. the hell he want to do? Oh, <laughs> man, he's back in the pool. He letting his new job go straight to his oh, head. Yeah. I, got a, I got a partner of mine in the joint, right? So I go uh-huh. to see him. He work in the, in the furniture department, right? Now, the people in the furniture department make three cents an hour. The other workers make two cents an hour. Yeah. Do you know that the three centers talk trash to the two centers? Like, <laughs> wow. How much money you making? Two cents an hour? You ain't making no money. When you start to make some cash, talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's the other new position go to their head, Let man. it go right to their head. Let it go right to their head. And uh, you know what, it, what I can't understand, though, man, is that when you do get a new position, uh, how come everybody else got to call you by your last name? <laughs> like you just on, was, man. you was, you, you was Charles yesterday. Then you expect us to call you Mr. Jenkins? <laughs> oh, we gotta call you Mr. Jenkins? Yeah, not today. We gotta no, call you Mr. Yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, but right you now. was Charles yesterday. Mm-hmm. They just gave you a raise. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know you ain't put a sign <laughs> in front of your parking space at the job. 
that say Larry Jenkins, lead bathroom attendant. I know you ain't done this. No, that would happen. You ain't done this, Larry, have you? You the lead bathroom attendant? Really? No, that would happen, man. Uh, it goes to their head. Oh, you got a new position, but you still getting a ride to work with me. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you don't even work, Jay. Well, I think you letting you. I think you letting your job go. Well, we'll be back. Shirley let the job go to her head. She decided she don't want to talk right now. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter. But first, the nephew with his prank phone call. What you got, Neff? Musty son. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your son, Musty. Your son is Musty. So We're going to fix that. So wrong. What? What? It's some musty kids You're out there. You're going to make year. somebody mad and hurt you. It's some five, six, seven-year-old. Whoo! They gaming. Pungent. Musty son. Here we go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vanessa, please. This is she. Hi, Vanessa. My name is Robert. I'm the uh, uh, one of the owners. You know my wife, Michelle. We own the uh, daycare. Yes, 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 yes. How can I help you? Okay, we've been. Uh, I think we've had your son Malik probably close to a year now. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you have. Is everything okay? No, everything is fine. Everything is fine. I don't think we uh, we have a problem that we can't clear up. Um, I have a question for you. Have you been noticing anything different about Malik, um, uh, like concerning hygiene at all? Hygiene? No. Not that I can recall. What are you talking about? Okay. How old is Malik? He's two. Okay. Well, we seem to have come across a little glitch here that we're going to try to take care of here at the uh, at the daycare. I, actually, my wife didn't. I told her I would make the phone call and leave her out of it. I know you see her every day once yeah, when you drop. Yeah, but what, what, what glitch are you talking about? What, what What is this glitch? I'm sorry? Glitch. What is this glitch that you want to talk about? I'm confused. Okay. Well, actually, what we're having is it seems like every day here lately for the last two months, uh, Malik has been... You know, very musty. You know, he hasn't been really what? sweaty, but just real musty. Okay, you clearly have the wrong child because I give my son a bath every night, and most mornings before he leaves the school, I give him another bath again. So, yeah, I'm pretty positive you have the wrong child. No, ma'am. Your son is Malik, right? And he's, he's two years old. You guys have been here with us right close to a year now, correct? Yes, and? Okay, and he's a cute little kid with the curly hair. I know exactly which one he is. So what I'm what I'm saying to you is that we are having problems. He's just he's just reeking, you know. He's real musty. Okay, so, you know what? My son does not reek. I don't know what child you're talking about, but you're not talking about my child. I just told you I make sure that he gets a bath every night. So that's not my child. My child is very clean. Okay, well, well, hang on, Vanessa. What I'm trying to get you to understand is I'm trying to. This is why my wife didn't want to call. Okay, and I'm glad I'm actually the one that made the call. What we need to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try a little experiment for. The next month or so. Experiment? I'm, gonna, I'm sorry? Well, what, what do you mean experiment? What kind of experiment? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some male deodorant on him. What? For the next, for the, well, just for the next month, and we'll see how it plays no, out. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to put anything on my child. That's not going to happen. Okay, well, ma'am, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix the problem here. I just wanted to call. He and, doesn't have like a you, problem. I already told you that my son is clean. You're not going to put any deodorant on him, and if you do, it's going to be a problem. Do you understand me? Okay, ma'am, I'm not trying to have an argument with you. What I want you to know is, well, I'm not I'm trying, trying to have to, an argument either. But you're trying, to, you're talking about putting deodorant on my child. You 
You can't do that. I'm not going to have that happening. Please don't make me have to come back to that school for you and your wife. Okay, ma'am, listen, we're going to have to do something about your child. Your child is musty, okay? And you're sitting here getting an attitude with me, and I'm trying to let you know your child is musty. nonsense. Maybe you're the one that's musty. Maybe you and your wife are musty. My child is not musty. I keep telling you that I bathe him every night. Which part of that don't you understand? I understand everything that you're saying. Maybe it's the soap. Maybe something is not taking effect. I'm not sure. Okay? But Maybe he doesn't do smell it right because I don't know what child you're smelling, but you're not smelling my child. You are not using male deodorant on my child. Do I need to come down there for you with the cops and sue your entire establishment? You don't want that to happen. Stay away from my child. Are you crazy? You know, matter of fact, where's my son? Ma'am, your son is fine. Your son is in there with the rest of the kids. They're playing. I, you know, today is the first day I sprayed a little bit of male deodorant on You did what? See how that worked okay, out. Okay, so you play crazy. Look, Cheryl. Cheryl, can, can, can you cover for me for a couple of minutes? I'll be, I'm, I'm bringing my there right now. I'll be there within the hour because you must be crazy. What do you mean you sprayed my son? Ma'am, I just sprayed a little bit of deodorant on him just to see if we can... If I we didn't can give you permission to do that, and I keep telling you that there's nothing wrong with my child, and you took it upon yourself to go and spray my child, and you weren't supposed to do that. Are you crazy? I'm bringing my right now. Okay, well, what are you coming here for? The boy is... He, he, your son, Malik, is fine. Why are you coming here? No, he's clearly not fine. If you go around spraying why don't you spray Because clearly your smelling and reeking and funky as hell. I ain't give you no to spray my child. Ma'am, I'm going to come down there, and I you're... promise you, I promise you, I'm going to shoot all y'all, because you crazy. Okay, let me say this, ma'am. Your son is musty. He's been reeking for the my last time. My son is time. not musty. How many times we I going to tell you that he's not musty? Okay. You know what? I ain't even trying to hear your because you, you, you're clearly crazy. How are you going around spraying people's kids? I don't with my child. Did you smell the other kids? You know what? I'm about to get in my car and come down there for your ass because you must be crazy. Hello? 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 Why did you hang up on me? I'm trying to fix the problem, ma'am. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What I told you that I'm coming down there. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Once. But I needed to let you know one more thing that's going on here. How could you possibly need to let me know? Because I'm on my way to right now. Where are you now? Are you in your car? Where are you? I am heading to my car, about to get in my car to come down there for Because you must be crazy spraying my child. Before you get to your car, I need I need to tell you one more thing about your son, okay? Please, you possibly have to tell me. I want to tell you that what? this is, listen to me, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend Cheryl got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> My <What> the f***? <laughs> that f***, you know? I'm standing here in the parking lot about to come down there for and that f- knew exactly what I was about. I'm going to get her. I'll forget it, because I'm thinking, I know my child is musty. I know my child is clean, and he doesn't smell. Ooh, I'm going to get her. <laughs> I just talked to her. She said, she's right here in her cubicle. You've got to call her right now. I said, okay, just chill out. I'm going to call her. Uh, we Ooh, got I'm going to get her. You don't know. <laughs> hey, is, is Malik nice and clean? Malik is always nice and clean and smelling right. So I don't know what the hell you were talking about. I was like, not my child. He got the wrong child. You are about to get it. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Vanessa, you got to tell me one more thing, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> the one and only Steve Harvey morning show. Sometimes you got to put some deodorant on these man, kids. That sure. little boy you know what I'm saying? These babies, yeah. though. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, there's some babies he, out there. He smell like a grown up. <laughs> when you six and man. you smell like you're 26, there's something wrong with that. We have that. a boy Onion Arm. He had a baby. The reason we call him Onion Arm because he had a gland problem. He smelled real bad all the time oh. under his arm. Man. Uh, his baby, I met his baby about four years ago. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Boy, that little baby stank. Just like it. Man. Baby, come in and stank. And I know you ain't supposed to say nothing about nobody's kids, but Lord have mercy. That boy was stank. Man, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I met a baby one time, smelled like a, sh- you know, like a shade tree mechanic. You know, I, <laughs> like you been working on cars. You been working on cars. Why you smell like a carburetor right now? What is that? Dad, you been working on cars. This little boy fuck. That is crazy. Baby deodorant. Underarm smell like his butt. <laughs> That's a good product. That's a good product to make if they ain't got one. Do they I have think, one? I bet sure? they do have it. I, I, yeah. I think they do. Yeah, I would think I, they I'm have almost it. sure they uh, do. Probably all natural. Should be yeah. all natural, right? Mm-hmm. Baby deodorant. Let's yes. See. Old people just throw cornstarch on it. They sure do. Mm-hmm. Pack it right on. Diaper-ass <laughs> cornstarch. Baby Does deodorant. it work? Hell yeah. The cornstarch kill a diaper-ass. In any case, you shouldn't need to be using deodorant on your baby. What is your baby doing that requires <laughs> yeah, deodorant? Yeah, you really shouldn't. What is this little gamey, little strong, little something <laughs> done? Wow, <laughs> you be working up a sweat. So there's some parents don't know about it. Cause there's some funky babies out there. It's called Balm Baby oh. Spray. They need to get it. If you're listening <laughs> and you know your baby funky, Balm B A L M. Your baby says it. usually smell so sweet. Oh. Not all babies. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Your, your baby's your baby funky. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> your baby's funky. Funky baby. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today's strawberry letter is up next, and it's a good one. All morning long, we've been playing your favorite Michael Jackson song. Steve and the crew, what is your favorite, favorite, favorite Michael Everybody Jackson? Everybody the room? Oh. Video. Oh, Not video. song, oh, video. video. Uh, it's hard to say song. I'll go could, first. Okay. What you go got, What you got? Smooth what'd... Criminal was a cold <gasps> video. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. leaned, when they, when they leaned all yeah. the way forward. Yeah. God, dog. Yeah. Yeah. What's your Dirty Diana. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a nice one, man. <laughs> that was hot. Dirty Diana. That was hot. I just showed his range. He ain't just do pop and soul. Yeah. He could do rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's your What's your Jake? Hey! Get off me off of my feet now, baby. <laughs> that is That's my jam right there. <laughs> he was sexy in that video. He really I don't know really about was. all that. No, but he, he was. was. He was sexy in that video. When he yelled, What's hey! <laughs> I mean, I got to say, my, my favorite one, of course, is Remember Billie Jean. Oh, Billie Jean. Jean. Oh, yeah. My favorite Jean? video. Yeah. My, favorite video. Yeah. my favorite video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember the time. That is remember the, the time. Remember yeah. the time. Remember the time. Yeah. Which yeah. is my favorite. With everybody in there, man. Yeah, that's yeah. your favorite Michael Jackson song. Yeah. But he has so many superstars man, in that. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Woo. was in there. Magic. Magic. That was the one time I watched Yvonne. Yvonne, and I said to myself, "How the hell Joe Torre get in that video?" <laughs> <laughs> that should have been me. Man, that should have been, <laughs> been me. I'm just glad OJ wasn't there. He messed that up. Man. <laughs> well, he, he has so many. Yeah. Just, man, Michael. I mean, remember how you used to wait. For a Michael Jackson yeah. video. It was an on. event. It was a big event. Yeah, it was right. an event. Used to wait, right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. would suspend programming right. for, yeah. like, especially like for black or black and white, yes. black or white. Change the game. Thriller, yeah, man. Thriller, oh, thriller was man. Thriller, thriller was like a was movie, scary. man. Scary. Mm. Thriller was scary. Yeah, it was good. scary. 
Yeah, it was scary with yeah, those werewolves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ola Ray was fine. I know that. Yeah, she was gorgeous. She still looks pretty much the same yeah. the last time I saw her. Yeah. Yeah, she looks good. <laughs> what was that, Jay? I just an okay. I'm just sticking that in there. Uh, say that what you just said again. Just say how she still. Ola Ray was fine. She still looks good. Okay. <laughs> the last time I saw her, she looked good, Jay. I didn't say nothing wrong. Hey, what happened? <laughs> say what you just said. Say it again. All I had said was, Ola Ray still looks good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not the same, Jay. I'm not going to say nothing, no. no. I've been told not to say stuff about people. All I'm going to say is, okay. <laughs> Oh, that's your new thing now? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought she still looked pretty good. <laughs> I, 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 I saw uh, Jennifer Lopez at the party. Oh, my Oh, yeah, goodness. with A-Rod. With A-Rod, right. Yeah. She looked hey, man, fabulous. She did. Yeah, yeah she man. Does. You know what? She looked fabulous. She looks happy for real now. She did. Yeah. I'll tell you, and I'll tell you who else was really, really nice looking at the fight. Who? LeBron James' wife. Oh, oh. yeah. She looked great. Uh, yeah. her, his name is uh, Savannah, I think. She's a been very, since high school, right? very nice girl. Man. Is she tall? Not um, as him. Is she, no, I know she's not as tall as him. No, not she, many people are, unless you're yeah. a basketball player. She, she's about yeah. Tommy's high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, and, uh, Puffy's girl. Oh, Cassie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Puffy's girl was I liked gorgeous. what she had on. Mm-hmm. She was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Puffy had there. that hat on. Oh, but, that's right, yeah. Oh, man. Puff was clean. He's a cool yeah. dude, man. I really like him, man. Mm-hmm. But I really do respect his business acumen. Mm-hmm. I really do like Puffy, man. Yeah. I really, mm-hmm. really like that brother, man, a lot. What was Tyler a talking lot. about? Oh, man. we was man. having a good conversation. Oh, man. Great conversation hey, uh, yesterday. I, I saw so, all yeah. y'all planes at the private jet spot. <laughs> Say what time? All y'all, y'all, you, Puffy, J-Lo, Tyler, all y'all stuff That out airport there. was crowded, man. Airport. I bet it was. Wow. You know it's so I good to go see all the private planes lined up. Wow. Uh, it's so cool, man. Yeah, it is. It's really cool to yeah. see that. Yeah, it is. All right, uh, time to switch gears yet again and go to the Strawberry Letter, nephew. Take it away. Buckle up and hold <laughs> on tight. We got it for you, Strawberry Letter. Okay, subject. <laughs> I'm over here meeting celebrities and everything. <laughs> all right, come on. Here. Subject, what should I do? There's a situation going on with my relationship that I need some help with. A little while ago, I met... Would you listen to the letter, please? A little while ago, I met a wonderful woman. When I say wonderful, this woman is great. She's very beautiful, has great conversation, and we are very in tune with each other. She has the whole package. We have been dating for six months now, and I love her very much, and I trust when she tells me she loves me, too. The problem is someone from her past has come back into her life, which has opened my eyes to a lot of things I didn't didn't know about her. One of the most shocking things I found out about her is that she is bisexual and this person that has come back around is her ex-girlfriend. Whoa. Now we have your attention. Right now. Now we have your attention. Stop, get it. Right get it. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
When I found this out, I asked her about her past. Seems like they had a very serious relationship, and they went through a lot together. They were living together for about a year and a half, and were planning on having kids and making a family together. She expressed to me that what they had is long gone, and she is focused on me, so I let it go. Time passed by and things started changing between me and my girl, between my girlfriend and I. She started coming home later than usual. She did a lot of daydreaming while being affectionate. It was like uh, she was with me, but her mind was somewhere else. God is here with me. Uh huh. Just the other day, I came home early from work, and the ex-girlfriend was in my house with my girlfriend. Come on, boy! When I asked her about that, she told me they weren't doing anything. They were just hanging out. I'm not comfortable with their friendship. I mean, I trust my woman and everything, but it's that. Uh, but it's just that doesn't seem right with this. Okay. What do you all think, and what do you think I should do? Dear, what do you think I should do? Tommy, be quiet. Uh, Yeah, you got a problem. (laughs) You do have a problem because something is going on between your girl and her ex. All the signs are there. Uh, Things are changing between the two of you. She's coming home later than usual. The girl is up in your house with your girl. Uh, You sound like a really nice guy, but please don't be stupid in this sense, uh, in this instant. You know, what should you do? You should open your eyes and see what's going on in front of your face. The ex is trying to get back in. If it was a man, let me ask you this. If it was a man, you wouldn't stand for this, would you? Hmm. Talk to your girl before she gets away if it's not too late, and it might be too late. 12 minutes after the hour, we will be back. Yeah, well. What you got, Crow Cracker? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, here we go. Well, coming up right now, not next, it's right now. Steve in part two of his response to the strawberry letter. Uh, what is something going what on? What should I do? There's a situation going on in my with my relationship that I need some help with. A little while ago, I met a wonderful woman. When I say wonderful, this woman is great. She's very beautiful, has great conversation. We're very in tone with each other. She has the whole package. Oh. We have been dating for six months now, and I love her very much, and I trust when she tells me she loves me too. Yeah. The problem is someone from her past has come back into her life, which has opened my eyes to a lot of things I didn't know about her. One of the most shocking things I found out about her is that she is bisexual. Mm. And this person that has come back around is her ex-girlfriend. When I found this out, I asked her about her past. Seems that they had a very serious relationship and they went through a lot together. They were living together for about a year and a half and were planning on having kids and making a family together. She expressed to me that that what they had is long gone and she focused on me, so I let it go. Time passed by and things started changing between my girlfriend and I. She started coming home later than usual. Mm. She did a lot of daydreaming while being affectionate with me. It was like she was with me, but her mind was somewhere else. Just the other day, I came home early from work and the ex-girlfriend was in my house with my girlfriend. When I asked her about that, she told me that they weren't doing anything, that they were just hanging out. Right. I'm not comfortable with their friendship. I mean, I trust my woman and everything, but it but it just doesn't seem right with this. Mm. What do you all think? <laughs> and what do you think I should do? Mm. Well, brother, uh, obviously you're young. I'm gonna just go with that. You got to be young. Okay. 
Because ain't no full grown man wrote no letter like this right here. So I'm assuming you young, or I'm assuming that you, this woman is so fine that you now are blind. Shirley said it best. If this was a man, how would you be handling this? Mm -hmm. Then I say, handle it the exact same way. See, if I come home and my girlfriend's ex is in the house and it's a dude up at my crib, dog. On and cracking. Then it's on and cracking at the crib for everybody at the crib. <laughs> Can you say Suge Knight? Because <laughs> I can. What, Steve? Somebody. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't calling who. Somebody. Just somebody, though, finna get knocked out. Now, now, I don't know who it is. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I can't say. But let's go over a couple Always of things. Resorting to the violence. You've been dating six months. Mm-hmm. You love this woman very much. And you trust it when she tells you that she loves you too. Mm. Well, somebody from her past and came up. Well, now you done found out that your woman is bisexual. And the person that they came up is her ex-girlfriend. Uh-huh. Now, she back in her life. Now, she done told you, here ain't where to let her get ignorant to me. That you all had, that they had a very serious relationship and they went through a lot together. They were living together for about a year and a half and were planning on having kids and making a family together. Mm -hmm. Hold on, stop it. Did you miss, (laughs) when they was having health class, where was you doing health class? Because When they was explaining to you (laughs) how to man meet the woman and how to have a baby. I don't care what they were sitting up talking about. <laughs> they ain't fitting on, they ain't planning on having no kids and making a family together. Two women can't have no kids. Two women can't make no family. I'm talking about biologic. Right. We right. got you. Steve. So what what they what they told you was <laughs> they was gonna adopt some kids and then they was gonna try to run it by the kids while the baby got two mamas. Wow. But well, one of them gonna be the daddy. I don't know how that worked. I ain't really sure. One of them usually be a little bit more. I mean, it happens, you know. Like, I, 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 I ain't saying nothing like in your that. letter. So what they was going to do was adopt some kids. Yeah. And they were going to act like a family. You can't have no kids and make no family. Biologically, you can't. But now, really, partner, your problem ain't her past. Your problem is her right now. Mm. Now, you say, while y'all being affectionate together, she be daydreaming a lot. What 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 do you think she be thinking about? What was homegirl doing that causes her mind to drift while you doing what you doing? Well, I don't know what that could be. Because I've always thought that there were some things that I could do that uh-huh. somebody else that wasn't a man couldn't do but obviously they've done something that's making her de- daydream about this other girl so what you're gonna have to do is f- first of all let me let, let me just say this initially when me and tommy read a letter like this we like most men we go all right now <laughs> jackpot exactly. all right but you in love with this woman and it ain't jackpot 
Because this ain't finna be no threes. I ain't big on that know-how. I don't really know how that works. Seems rather confusing for me. A lot going on. It's a lot going on. <laughs> Too much. So maybe you can help me out because I know you had a little wilder life than your uncle. <laughs> lot going on. I ain't really quite sure what. I don't know how to split the time. <laughs> I don't know who turned the kiss. I'm right there with you. All right, Steve, we got to go. Email or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. Don't forget this Thursday, stick around for Facebook Live, the after show with the Strawberry Letter. Uh, I'll be there at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time this coming Thursday. We'll talk about the letter. We'll t- come on, come on, come so, on. If we come in there, you're not going to put us out? No, no, no. no you no, have no. to get out of here with all that cussing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can say whatever we want to say, sir. What? No. Not whatever no, you, you want to say. No, you can't. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> And uh, coming up in just a few minutes, well, if you missed it yesterday, our interview with uh, Steve and Bakari Sellers from CNN. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a very good interview. Mm-hmm. But uh, J. Anthony Brown, this one is for you. Amazon.com says they'll reduce prices on some popular goods as it competes, completes, I should say, its acquisition of Whole Foods. Whole Foods Boy, coming down. Jay was upset Man, was I upset? Week. I bought some $10 <laughs> soup. From Whole Foods, yeah, yeah and delicious. another three for the spoon. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This better be some good you, ass you soup, man. <laughs> but anyway, Bakari Sellers is gonna come good for people. a one-on-one conversation with the one and only Steve Harvey. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I told you we were gonna have a special guest. He's here. Uh, he is a noted politician. He's an attorney in South Carolina. Yeah. He is currently one of my favorite political correspondents for CNN. Mm-hmm. I invited him on the show today so we could discuss some of the comments that he made last week on CNN, which involved me. Uh, this is going to be good. He's a good brother. He really is. And I'm very, very happy with the work that he does. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a fan of his also. So he's on the friend. show. Uh, please stop. welcome to the show, everybody, uh, Mr. Bakari Sellers. Welcome, 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 welcome. welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a, it's an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be on. So thank you. Good. Uh, first of all, man, I want to say welcome to the show, and I want to say this to you in front of everybody. Uh, I am a fan of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all are. Yeah, man. And we have yes, a we decent are. relationship between one another. I don't want anybody to think that we are two brothers that don't have the wherewithal and the common sense to sit down and discuss. Mm-hmm. Even brothers, brothers can disagree. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And so, you know, I just wanted to get some stuff out to light and just talk openly about how we feel about certain things because I've always respected his opinion mm-hmm. on CNN. And so he's here today, and I just want to say welcome to you. Uh, because- well, uh, thank you. And if I, if I may, just I, briefly, I want to say that um, I have that same utmost respect for you and all the work that you've done. Um, and I can honestly say as someone who is um, traveling that same road, um, that road of justice and searching for justice and truth and all of that, um, that I look up to you. And so it's an honor and a privilege to be on with you. Thank um, you. And a pleasure as well. Yeah. So, so, so let's just start at the beginning because I was just sitting at my house and my kids called and said, Dad. Dad, they just just talked about you on CNN. I said, that's good. No, Dad. I said, okay, hold on. What you mean, no, Dad? And so then then they told me what we said. So let's just go from the beginning, Bacard. The discussion you all were having on CNN was pertaining to what? So we were having a discussion about uh, the president giving his speech 
um, and, and you know, it was a speech in in, in Phoenix, uh, Arizona, and he was doing what he normally does, which is coddle white supremacy. It was going in and out uh, of synchronization. It was making sense and not making sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, my, my comments were, were very plain and very simple, um, that anybody who has a platform, anybody who has um, a message or a voice that can speak out and speak up needs to utilize it. Um, and so, I, yeah, I mean, I, I said that what we need to do is I said I want to know where the voices are who gave Donald Trump respectability. We need to make sure that the people like Steve Harvey, the people like Jim Brown are speaking up and speaking out. And I I stand by those words, and I think that it's important um, that anybody who has a platform um, use that platform to speak out and speak up, especially right now with someone who is trying to roll back as many of the progresses as we've made um, over the past eight years, over the past 50 years, um, as Donald Trump has. And so... Um, my question was, was a simple one. Um, you know, is, is Steve Harvey, is Jim Brown going to speak out? If so, I hope they do. I hope they use that platform loudly. Yeah. Uh, now, first, Bakari, let me let me start with the comment of uh, those of us who gave him a voice of respectability, mm-hmm. because that's that's where I want to start this whole thing. Because my initial visit to see Trump at the time was because I had received a call from the Obama transition team, not President Obama, but President Obama's transition team. Now, I have a relationship with President Obama. I shunned away from it, and they said, oh, man, we want you to know how important this is to bridge the gap. So they got the Trump transition team on the phone. And they put us on the phone together, and they said, would you come? So it was off and on and off and on. And so then the week of the 13th, on January the 13th, they said, be at Trump Towers at 2.30, Madeline Wisenhunt called me from Trump's office. And so I was hesitant. My wife and I talked about it. She had deep concerns about it, but I said, okay, baby, what you want me to do? I got the sitting president and the incoming president, and both seemed to want to make this happen, so I should go. So that's what I was doing. I was really felt badly, Bakari, because I didn't know, you know, I didn't vote for him. You know, and I uh, worked uh, really but, hard not to get his ass in. <laughs> can I? Can I just? True. Let, me, let me just explain to you. Yeah. I, I just want to. I want to. I want to. I want you to understand my mm-hmm. disappointment because you know this isn't Donald Trump is not somebody new who we just met on the scene. It's the same Donald Trump who was sued from the by the Department of Justice for uh, violating individual civil rights. It's the same Donald Trump who was sued by dealers in Atlantic City. For discriminatory practices, it's the same Donald Trump um, who, you know, dealt with the Central Park Five after yeah. they were found and exonerated and found mm-hmm. to be not guilty and persecuted these young black brothers. And so, you know, for me, the disappointment, the heartache is is not necessarily, uh, you know, taking the phone call uh, per se, but it is lending someone. And, and you know, Maya Angelou said it best: when individuals show you who they are, we have to trust that and believe that. And so, you know, Donald Trump is who we thought he was. There's no question about it. And to see his practices, not just when he was elected, but even today, my point is still the same. My point is that we need all hands on deck because, Steve, the way I feel about you um, is I look at you the same way that I look at a James Brown, the same way I look at a Harry Belafonte, the same way I look at a Dick Gregory. I mean, I look at you with the utmost respect on the platform that not only all the things that you have done, but the things that you will do. Mm-hmm. And so 
We need to make sure that we are all hands on deck with someone like Donald Trump who is peeling back and rolling back everything that we believe in. Yeah. Let me say this. I had heard all of what you said, to be honest, because we had kind of discussed it on the show, the discriminatory lawsuit, you know. But what had happened was this guy goes from the campaign trail to the White House. So now this person with these problems, who also got elected after, you know, talking about a man's wife that's running, that also said he could grab a woman's pee and it's okay. Now, the dude that was on the bus with him, uh, Billy, Billy uh, Bush, Billy Bush he get fired. The other dude that was on the bus who said it is the president. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sitting up here going, wow, we are in some jacked up times. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I told you we were going to have a special guest. He's here. Uh, Mr. Bakari Sellers. Welcome. What's up, Bakari? So, so, so when this guy gets in the office, he's not just a guy who's made these negative comments and lawsuits and all this. He's now the incoming president. So the hard part for me, Bakari, was how does the sitting president and the incoming president request a meeting and how do I say, no, I ain't meeting with you? That was the dilemma that I had, man. And looking back on it in hindsight, I was talking to Ed Gordon one time. He said, Steve, what you should have did was told us you were going to meet him and what you were going to talk about. And that's beautiful in hindsight. But guess what? I didn't really know what I was going to talk to him about because I didn't know what they wanted. <laughs> right. So I'm just, I just but, went to the meeting. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I get that. And I understand that completely. But now we're at a point where we have someone who is emboldened and given a, he's given a bigger platform. And I know when you came out the towers, I remember what you said, and I I appreciate that. We're going to give a voice, and we're going to talk about housing in inner city Chicago and Detroit. I remember that. But he's emboldened white supremacists, the neo-Nazis, and the Klan more than he's emboldened people who look like me and you. You're absolutely correct. So for me, I mean, my only point is that, like, I want every single person. Like, my, I don't have a lot of, um, you know— astronomical goals in my life of course i want to be able to take care of my family and all of this and all of that but for me i just want to be able to live and die seeking justice and truth and peace and those type of things right and i need to make sure that everybody who's on the same playing field i am who has a platform is using that voice and that was my only point right that you and jim brown and so many others i mean we we cannot afford to sit back and let Donald Trump continued to do the things he's been doing, although it's only been seven months. Right. Now, okay, let me say this, Picard, because I agree with everything you say wholeheartedly. And that's the reason I wanted you and I to talk openly. Because we we are brothers who are on the same mission. We just exactly. got we got two routes we taken to get there. And we got two modes that we can use to get there. Knowing what I know now about this man. But having seen it come into action with the power of the presidency, would I have gone up that end knowing that? If I would have knew the, knew the backlash that my family would have suffered behind it, I wouldn't have went. I don't give a damn what President Obama and the transition team said. I just wouldn't have done it to my family. I really didn't expect the severity of the backlash because the backlash that came to me, it didn't come to me from white folk. The backlash that came to me came from the very people that I serve and have loved and tried to be an example for all these years. So it was kind of hurtful for me when they when they came. I was a coon, a sellout and all like this. 
So when I got to the meeting, not knowing what it was about, when he posed a question to me, he said, what can I do for you? I said, no, nah, man, let me help you. And God just got on me and said, let me work with uh, uh, Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Uh -huh. Well, when we came off the elevator, here was the other thing. <laughs> here we he, go. He, yeah. wasn't supposed, <laughs> yeah. he wasn't supposed to come down on the elevator. Mm -hmm. I was going to go down and go and address the media. And I asked him before I left, I said, Mr. Trump, let me ask you a question. I'm going to tell them what we talked about. Is that okay? He said, sure, absolutely, 100%. And I told him I was going to talk about this. He said, fine. I get on the elevator. He said, hold on, Steve, I'm going down with you. <laughs> okay, we get off the elevator. He walked straight up to the microphone, and the first word out of his mouth was, we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare. <laughs> now, I'm standing here going, dude, we ain't said a damn thing like that upstairs. So now I'm standing there looking like, the, the, the birth of the coon. Man, <laughs> that like I didn't just yeah. went up here and talk about, yeah, we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare. And I was caught off guard. Before, when I got to the truck and got in the truck and was taking a deep breath going, man, let me see what I can talk to Ben, ben Carson about, how I can propose this. I propose the vision centers. Man, my phone lit up. Man, <laughs> Steve, you on social media, man. Mm -hmm. They eating you alive. alive. And I went, wow. And so, you know, but, but go ahead. Can I just, let yes, me just sir. say this. For me, I listen, the president of the United States asked you to come and meet with him. And I, I understand that. Like, it, it, it's a hard, it's a hard uh, ask to say no to. But my only point is now we know exactly who he is. Yeah. And so now there is not a day that goes by where we all should not be in unison rebuking the fact that he is emboldening those people who want to take back the rights that we've worked so hard for. Absolutely. And so, I mean, listen. Hey, Picard, let me ask you a question, man. Sure. Okay, knowing that he was this guy before, but aren't you just a little bit surprised, Surprise, though, yeah. at the level to which it is? You, no. No. Not I, at all. You know, I, I mean, listen, you know what's crazy? You know what's, you know what's the most amazing thing about this? You know, all the white people that are so surprised by Charlottesville, I mean, those people are bankers. Those people are teachers' assistants. Those people are in our everyday communities. I'm not surprised by that one bit. Right. Now it has a face, and they just have tiki torches and a polo shirt mm. and bugle right. boy uh, pants, khakis on. I mean, listen, th th this is nothing new. I'm not surprised by it. I lost one of my good friends in Charleston, South Carolina, to white supremacy run amok on, on, on the 10th degree. Um, in, in the in the Mother Emanuel shooting. So, I mean, I, I understand that this is very, very real. And I'm not surprised that Donald Trump is the white supremacist in chief. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> but what I am going to do is make sure that every breath that I have and every breath that I take, um, we make sure that we're bringing those of us that look like me and you and every, most of the listeners on this show have yeah. an opportunity to say that, you know, we're going to be all right. Yeah, you know, man, I, I, I follow you. I got to tell you, I am a little bit surprised. I am, man, because I just did not get the levity of it. Because, you know, man, as we all try to hold him accountable, as we try to hold him to task, I was thinking, okay, what can I do to hold him to task? Because right now, his wife can't do it. His daughter can't do it. Spicer couldn't do it. Mooch couldn't do it. Comey tried to do it, got his ass fired. <laughs> You know, he over there. He, he where's Mueller? We need Mueller. That's yeah. what we need. Dog. He he is letting them have it up there. He done got rid of Banyan. Yeah. The right alt right 
This dude oh, right here. All right, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I told you we were going to have a special guest. He's here, uh, Mr. Bakari Seller. Hey, man, let me ask you this. I don't know how we can take this guy to task, the 70-year-old rich dude that's been doing what he want to do, who had no play. No, he ain't never been the alderman. <laughs> and now he the president of the United States, and this dude, what? He just pardoned Sheriff Arpaio. I mean, don't. He just just pardoned him. This is my point exactly, Mm -hmm. man. That's why we can't be quiet about nothing. Mm -hmm. Every single single opportunity we get, we have to call it for what it is. I mean, we cannot be quiet right now. I mean, listen, Martin Luther King said it best, and I'm not a big person who quotes King at every chance I get, but he said at the end of time, we won't remember the words of our enemies, but we'll remember the silence of our friends. Right. I mean, we have to make sure that we're speaking up and using every single platform we have to speak out about somebody who is a bigot who is president of the United States. Right. That's what we have to do. And 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 I appreciate your efforts in that area. You know, on on this show, we have two responsibilities. You know, we are first we were created as an entertainment show. Mm-hmm. But we also wear, bear, bear the banner of, you know, man, we provide information. And we do it in a way, man, and, you know, man, where we could keep it, keep the light on it. But for four hours, you know, we got to do what we do, which is to entertain here. So people get a break from it because CNN is dedicated to it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We're doing our best. Thank man. God. Best. I, for you, Don Lemon, Don Lemon is not. This is his calling. Yes, yes. Don Lemon Don about, has Don been. Don is about tired of y'all, though. I just want you to know, Don is about tired of everybody right now. Yeah. <laughs> Don Lemon, man, he yeah. is so He's done. He's on one. He is. He is one. so done. Mm-hmm. And who's the guy? Who's the white guy with the white hair? That's oh, we, he's not he's not with us anymore, Jeffrey Lord. We uh, Jeffrey Lord. We parted ways. We we hey, man, parted ways. With what Jeffrey. happened to him? Because I didn't care what Trump did, it was okay. But even him. for a minute, he started going like, "Wow." <laughs> you know, hey man, one time he couldn't explain. That's what I knew Donald Trump. You know the most amazing part about this whole thing is that we've only been seven months in. Seven months. It's, You're it's exactly only been right. seven like two months. years. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Bakari? What do you all think is going to happen? Can, can this last for four years? Yeah, I believe it can last for four years. I, I'm preparing myself for it to last for four years. I, You know, I think that the moral Surely consciousness eight, of though, our right? country is waking up. I mean, I listen, you know, white supremacy is nothing new. Um, I, I think that we have to brace ourselves and deal with it. Um, I think that it's going to get, you know, a little bit worse before it gets better. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we're going to be okay. But I mm-hmm. do believe that Donald Trump is what this country asked for. We haven't dealt with we haven't dealt with what we were built upon, which is race, which is racism, which is mm-hmm. slavery. Mm-hmm. And so now we're here and we're reconciling that with, you know, Donald Trump. Hey man, let me ask you one more question too, because here's the deal. Three million votes more <laughs> for Hillary Clinton in the popular vote. What are we going to do about this electoral? Because you know, if if Georgia with fewer people can get the same count as Ohio with more people, and so forth and so on down the line, how how do we win this thing, man? 
Because well, I, listen, I, I let me, can't let me, imagine this guy for eight years. Well, we don't have to get on our horse if we want him to not be president for eight years. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Mr. Bakari Sellers. I am very, very pleased just to have the opportunity to have this discussion. But I do want you to know that I have a lot of friends who question electoral college. And I said, if the electoral college was that bad, they would not have elected a black man from Hawaii whose mom was uh, from okay. Kansas, okay. Um, whose dad was from Kenya. I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we just you. need to work. We, we have to work within the system that we have. But at the end of the day, I think that. What it's going to take is all of us to use our voice and people of color to stand up and be like, you know, we're not going to tolerate this and we're going to have to continue to fight. I mean, that, that's all we have, Steve. Yeah. All we, we, we are a people who've been fighting for a very long time just to be free. Right. And we're going to continue that fight. And, you know, with this right here with Charlottesville, uh, the, the darkness of Charlottesville had a, a flicker of light, a light in it, though, because... The majority of the people that were out there were not African Americans, and it's a no doggone question. shame, man, that this girl it. Heather had to lose her life. Oh, but here, this this white supremacist plows through it and kills this you know, damn and, girl. And Heather Heyer's family asked an amazing question. They asked, "Why did it take for a white woman to die mm. for us to realize yeah. that white supremacy was real?" Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen. <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, you've lived a longer life than I have, Steve, and you know, you know how difficult it is just to not just break through the glass ceiling, but to be able to just crack it a little bit. I mean, you've lost friends to to individuals who were right. shot in the streets. I mean, we we've dealt with this before, right? Um, but now people are paying attention to it because they understand what it looks like. And so, I mean, to get back to to do full circle, all the way back to my comments on CNN, it was out of the utmost love and respect that we're going to be all in this together and we're going to figure this thing out. And at the end of the day, that they're going to be somebody who's proud of us because we will not let up on this fight for truth and justice. We won't. We simply won't. Well, you know, man, I invited you on the show to say just that because what I wanted to stop before it got, see, if you had said this on a blog, we wouldn't even be talking. But it got said on CNN. Mm. So what I wanted was to show other people that we can sit down and have an intelligent discussion and try to understand one another. Because there's enough separatism in, in our side of the playground. We don't need no more. Oh, man, you ought to tell Bakari this. Man, you and Bakari. No, no, no. No, no, man. No, man. Me and this brother are all right. Yeah. We just had a different, maybe we had a misunderstanding of what we said, so let's just talk it out like men. And just, uh, I invited you on the show. I reached out to him. And he's been on your TV show before as well. Yeah, man. And he's, he's twice, a good Twice, not dude. once, but twice. Yeah. And, a, yeah. and a great dude. And I love when you're on that show for CNN fighting the fight. I just wanted everybody to hear you and I have an open dialogue mm-hmm. discussion because before, before they get started. Because I stay on the internet. My ass don't need to be on there no more. Yeah. We well, Bakari, we want to just say thank you for taking the time. Thank you for what you do, first of all, yes, on we CNN. Love work, we man. love, love, love you. Man, we talked about you, you even before this came about. We just love you that much, uh, how brilliant you are and the things you say and all of that. So thank you well, for thank taking you. the time. You're welcome. Hey, and Bakari, just in closing, man, you say my name out your mouth again. I'm going to slap all the taste out your mouth. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
I just thought we'd have a hood moment. Yeah, I can't, I can't fight nobody my daddy's age. I okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Hey, hey, man, thank you for respecting that. Hey, Ricard, be good, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. All yeah. right, thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are uh, with just one more thing to close close out the show. Great interview again, oh, Steve. Good. Great good. interview. I'm glad we got a chance for those of us uh, uh, who missed it to hear it, to actually hear it. Bakari uh, Sellers. My and if you boy. don't know who yeah, he is, you know, watch CNN, you know, because see, he's, anything he's political. He's a good guy, yeah, you know. And, uh, you know, the reason we had to get it out the way and air because I took offense to the comment, uh-huh. you know, that people like Steve Harvey and Jim Brown who gave him validity Wait, man, and then you, you know didn't, you didn't verify him. No, I, didn't, I wasn't validating no, the guy by uh, going no. up there, but I was honoring the request. Mm-hmm. You know, true, true enough. People still don't get it. Not like I was at the fight, oh, walking yeah, around. <laughs> hey, man, you still like Trump? Really? No, oh, man. Huh. But you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of the people, absolutely, man, big fans. Steve, we love you, man. Thanks for all you do. You know. But I came out the bathroom. I went to the VIP bathroom. It was locked. Guy was in there. Take a little bit too long. I had to use the restroom. So I walked across the floor to the public restroom, right? Mm-hmm. So I go in the bathroom. A lot of people in there. Steve Harvey, what's oh, up, man? What's up? We speaking. Public being So I come out the bathroom, Quiet. and a guy has his iPhone. And he turns it on. He's walking behind me. Says, Steve Harvey, you being one of the first African Americans to go see Trump, how do you feel about him now? So I just kept walking, man. I am knowing this guy. You know, we in the casino. He got his phone doing what, dog? Yeah, no, filming. Hey, filming. You know, he's trying, but he's. But that's how people get their ass knocked out. Well, right. you know, he's trying. He's trying. Junior, you're you you supposed to whoop his ass. No, no, no. Tommy, no, no, Tommy, no, no, Tommy, no, no, Tommy no, no, I got security. Yeah. I got security. Yeah. Wait, 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 I got you know security. Tommy is about oh, his yeah, uncle. So, 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 so we going along. And God says again, so Steve Harvey, I know you hear me. So you went up there to see Trump. How you feel about him now? Now, I want to turn around and address the guy, but he's nobody. So why why would I stop yeah. and address this guy? For what reason, you know? And I'm just trying to walk. So about third time, hey, I know you hear me. Wow. Hey, you went up there to, to see Trump, him. man. Mm-hmm. How you feel about him now? First of all, I didn't turn around. What I, What do you mean how I feel about him now? Yeah, how do you respond to I that? I mean, you know, yeah. man, what, 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 what are you talking about, man? And stop, stop. I want people to stop acting like I voted for him. Stop okay, acting oh, like I'm the this? reason he in office. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can, you, can yeah. you stop that? And Solely. please stop trying to make me accountable for this man's actions mm-hmm. and what he do. Because mm-hmm. ain't nobody been able to stop him. So, no, I can't be accountable for him. And even though, even when Bakari mentioned all the things that he had done before he got to this point talking about Donald Trump now, it's still a surprise, the things yeah. that he does. Hey man, I got no not, idea he was yeah, this crazy. It, Listen, it's, man. It's, I'm sorry. It still I have is. to tell you, yeah. I was, I was, I am surprised yeah. at some of the things this man is saying mm-hmm. as the president. I mean, I'm just sitting here going, yeah. wow. I thought maybe when he became president, you know, that, they, that he would go by the protocol and stuff. But man, when he had that speech down in Phoenix, right. oh, yeah. Yeah, last week. And, he, and he took yeah. the papers from his other speech and yeah. left parts out. Now, and yeah. read, read what he said stupid. to, didn't I say this? And didn't I say this? Yeah. Hold on. Because it's amazing what this guy does, man. First of all, why are we still doing rallies and we the president? Right. You don't have to rally no more. I mean, yeah. you're done. Uh-huh. You yeah. it. But when he goes down there to his, his base, base, yeah, they rejuvenate him, man. Mm-hmm. Whenever he needs a good shot in the arm for fuel. his ego, mm-hmm. 
He goes down there and he and, and he does these things. And I I Bakari said he wasn't surprised. I am. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think the funniest thing to me is to watch Putin when Putin is sitting next to Trump and says, I can't believe how stupid this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing thing uh-huh. to watch it When you're in the bathroom like that, when you're in the bathroom. Yeah, like but you know, you, could, you, gotta, go ahead. you could easily just turn and pee on the dude. See, what? you could have peed. Oh peeing is God. open game when you That would have been bathroom. great, but we were walking. I, I was walking <laughs> yes. out of the bathroom. So what happened was this guy. Tommy, be quiet. This guy who was walking people, <laughs> that I didn't know was just a cool guy. Uh-huh. You know what he did while we walked? What? While the guy was looking through his phone filming? What? He pulled a chair out in front of the guy. <gasps> oh. The guy falls over the chair and throws his phone about four, four slap machines, four slap machines <laughs> down. Now, I dog, it. I just looked and saw the dude falling. <laughs> and it was just a guy. And the guy came up to me later. He was a hard dude, little uh-huh. thug. Steve, we got love for you, man. Don't worry about him. I got him. Yeah. And, wow. he, and when he get up, he can come ask me. <laughs> I said, okay, yeah, bro. Right. I hope he got that on yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And when he get up, he can come ask me. Because he, he said, he said, hey, man, look. Hey, man, we got love for you. We understand. Don't worry uh, about them people like that, man. Because 99.9% cool. of the people is love out there mm-hmm. for me, you know. And it's, it's good. It was I, was I was really like at a Trump rally. Yeah, yeah. It except felt like it that, was for yeah. Steve Harvey. Except for, for it's, it's you know, because when rally, I'm out yeah. there amongst, and I was, hey man, remember we was at the crap table, and these dudes called the Bus Boys. Yeah, yeah. Was gambling on the other end. They call themselves the Bus Boys, cause they come in and they bet don't come. Yeah, they bet again. You know, everybody betting on point mostly. Ninety eight percent of the table, they betting on the don't. Uh-huh. You know, so he betting mm-hmm. that you won't hit. He got hundreds down there. So, you know, when he hit, when we crap out, got you. Dude, we the bus boys. And I was just messing with him, man. So he from, so he from overtime in Miami. You know, that's oh, okay. that's the real deal now. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, big fella, come on, man. Just be a little bit quiet, man. Let us win. I ain't got to be quiet. So I saw he wasn't, he didn't, he mm-hmm. didn't handle what I said, right? Mm-hmm. I said, no, 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 man. I ain't got nothing but love for you, man. I'm just saying, hey, man, just don't be so loud because we all trying to, you know, we're trying to hit points down here. We just want the same energy. Hey, man, this is business. This ain't personal. It's business. They still got that hood bravado. I, I just diffused to cat. I say, hey, man, uh, all right, man. And he got all right. He was a cool guy, man. Mm-hmm. Big fella was cool. So a dude over there, hey, man, hey, don't be talking to Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey ain't from no hood. I said, okay, yeah. enough of this here. Now, we're shooting dice. I got cigar. <laughs> I said, listen to me, man. Don't let these suits fool you, partner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't let these suits All right, Steve, I see you real. So what you were saying is that had it gone any further, then you probably would have gotten to another fight. We probably would have. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, Uncle, they just for Tuesday. It's coming. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.